besides one and all, I'm an idiot. And I'm an idiot. And we don't know anything about New Japan Pro Wrestling. But we intend to change that here in 2020, as we are going to go from idiots to experts, while still probably being idiots, so that when the time comes and we want to say, for example, judge a more promo-based wrestler better than some flippy New Japan guy, we have all the ammunition. Welcome to the Idiot's Guide to New Japan for the new beginning 2020. I'm your host, John Garexki Maxwell, joined as always by my fellow idiot, Oscar Bernard. Hey, how's it going? You can find me online at Osaga the Great, or should I say, to be on brand, Osaka the Great. Whoa! That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, that's... I didn't have more of a bit planned for that. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Oscar? I'm doing well, you know, it's, I did not realize there were like five different cards that we were looking at today. I thought there was only one pay-per-view. I mean, so there, that's the thing is there are only like, it is one really big show, but there's some other things that always happen here. So we're going to cover that here on this great show that we're doing because it turns out Oscar in this whole time, somehow we have become the new Japan experts here at pro wrestling dot cool. It's not just cool. It's dot cool. Well, I mean, you know, we are. We are the only people that are producing New Japan content for the site. It's true. Uh, I hope you didn't. I hope you weren't excited for uh, Owen and Trace to review New Japan Wrestle Kingdom 14 for the premium <laughs> on Patreon over at Patreon.cool because you didn't get that. <laughs> no, but you might have gotten us talking about Todd Chrisley. I don't know. If oh I'm... yeah, they did. <laughs> you know, it's basically the same thing. Todd Chrisley is America's Kazushika Okada. He does make it rain, it's true. Okay, which children are which young lions? Oh, I need to look up the Chrisley children again. Okay, well, the, the young boy is clearly fucking Shooter. Wait, does that mean that the grandmother is John Moxley? Yes. <laughs> All right. So Grandmother has absolutely got that drunken swagger. <laughs> All right. We've peaked. This bit's not going to get any better. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Yeah. We're the New Japan crew now. Isn't that great? Congratulations, everyone. You're stuck with us. The people that only sort of know what's going on. <laughs> I mean, does anybody really know what's going on in New Japan? I mean, hopefully some people do, but they're not here to stop us, so I guess we're going to continue. Can we get Gato on the show? I don't know how, I don't know if Gato speaks English and we don't really understand Japanese. Can we just yell at each other in different languages? Look, I could probably use what little Japanese I remember from, like, taking it in high school. See, I took French in high school, because we had to take French. 
I mean, it makes sense considering that it's like, you know, your second national language. Fuck Quebec. Fair. That's all. I, just want that. Just want that known. Okay. You know what? That's fine. Like they, they got good bagels. That's all I got. John, as a New I Yorker, I like Kevin Owens. As a New Yorker, who has better bagels? Oh, we do clearly. It's all about the New York bagels. It's all about the water that they use. But the Montreal bagels are are a good alternative as well. I will say. Montreal bagels are pretty good. Yeah. But hey, speaking of terrible ideas, Oscar, I heard you on Heel Turn this week. Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) Hey, you don't have to apologize to me. I got out of it. I had that show to go to. That was cool. No, I'm sorry you listened to... I'm sorry you listened to Heel Turn. Hey, I... Look, I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. But I do really want to go visit Moscow, New Jersey now. <laughs> visit it? You live in it. It's... No! That off-brand one lives there! <laughs> it's it's America's communist paradise. Home of real New Jersey John and Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> For more excellent content like this, Tune in to this week's heel turn featuring Oscar Bernard. Uh, get it while it lasts because, yeah, it sure is cool that we've launched, like, an actual mutiny against covering WWE content. I want to point out, I don't know if I'm part of this mutiny. I'm, I'm the enlightened radical centrist in this situation. That understands the business reasons why you would cover WWE. Oscar, now you are starting to understand that we are getting into phase two of Hugh Alternative, which is burning everything else down. I would consider myself uh, socially Tony Khan, but fiscally Vince McMahon. Well, it's all going to work out for you in the end, because either way, you're just going to die when we kill all billionaires. Parody! (laughs) Do not sue. Please don't arrest. I mean, look, I'm on the show. I don't know what's going on. I barely have a real editor title. You're editor at large. Yeah, I'm I'm not. That literally means I'm not there editing. (laughs) You're off doing your own cool thing. Yeah. I'm happy to just sit back and let everything else happen. And if y'all want to form a mutiny, you know, be my guest. Oscar, you are right here in the middle of the revolution, which is this fucking terrible podcast where we just completely shitpost all over New Japan and our entire website. The best part about this is Owen's not going to listen to this. And the even better part about all of this is that I'm sticking with the tradition of I'm not fucking editing a single bit of this. This is all staying in. <laughs> Great. 
I'd say I hope you enjoyed this passive aggressive podcast, everybody. But let's be honest, this is just completely aggressive. Wait, is this Americana Spectacular Four? <laughs> Have I just been roped into being part of your 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 mental breakdown? No. That one would have more, you know, actual editing. That one I put care into. Thank you. There's a reason that they're the number one to the number three podcast on this website. What was number two? Uh, the the one where we went to the Evolve show and no one went to uh, Extreme Rules. Uh. Anyway, you want to talk about New Japan? Yeah, sure. See, all my, well, all my really good podcasts are behind paywalls, and I know that I'm, like, one of three Patreon subscribers. It's not just cool. It's <laughs> give us money. Patreon.cool. Owen, make the Crown Jewel WWE 2K20 episode free, you coward. People need to hear that. Listening to you say that you're not going to do a, uh, a a Super Showdown episode this year made me think, what if I just got drunk and did a Super Showdown review? I'll, I'll do a Super Showdown episode where we don't talk about Super Showdown. I mean, I'm down for that, too. Like, I was just thinking... Get just get really drunk and angry. <laughs> I mean, that would definitely be part of it. <laughs> John, come to Toronto in February. Get drunk in my house, and then we'll pod- and then we'll just live record us watching Super Showdown. I'll see if I can get the time off. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, speaking of you know Patreon podcasts. There's that one that didn't happen, so you want to talk about Wrestle Kingdom 14 some? That was a good show. Yeah, it was a good show. It didn't need to be two good two shows, but it was one good show. Yeah, there was... If you mash it up. Yes. Um, I liked Wrestle Kingdom. Um, but yeah, you're completely right. It did not need to be two nights. But hey, like a lot of those matches were fucking bangers. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think I think what kind of bothered me about Wrestle Kingdom being two nights is the amount of people that were repeated on the card. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, you couldn't have like gotten more people in here. Like, you couldn't have done you know more event matches. You couldn't have I don't know put one of the fucking goddamn shimmer matches on the fucking actual card. Or just giving some of these people in tag matches like a singles match. Yeah, like, I know where you're going with this, so I'll just say it. How the fuck are you going to put our boy Tai Chi in these fucking, like, six-man tags and shit and not give him a fucking stage for him to fucking sing his way to the ring with Miho motherfucking Abe? What happened? Where is Miho Abe? What do you mean? Is she still, was she at Wrestle Kingdom? I think so. I remember. She might, not, she might not have been because I don't think she usually comes with him when he's just like uh, in like multi-man tags. 
I remember Tokyo Pimp's weird thing. With his Ariana Grande looking woman. Oh, Peter? Yeah. It's true. Um, I don't remember Miho being there. Shit. Yeah. Well, we're not going to go review the footage because that would be a smart thing to do. This, yeah, this podcast, you know, it's not the smart person's guide to New Japan. Yeah. That show might be coming on Patreon with Owen and Trace. Eh, probably not. Um, yeah, I thought... I, I definitely think, you know, for all the build-up, there's no actual forbidden door being opened because otherwise Yo Tanahashi would have won. Yeah, no, of course not. Like, that was totally just to get people talking about the match. And hey, it fucking works. So, you know what? I can't even front. Good job, Tanahashi. Yeah, and, and good job, Jericho, as well. He deserves credit for this. Thank you, Jericho. You might say it's one of the reasons why he might be just one of the best wrestlers in the world. Well, far be it for me to argue with a true statement such as that. I that that ZSJ match was also not half bad and it was the first time that cuz I had not actually seen much Zack Sabre Jr since um since Cruiserweight Classic where he was dull as shit. I liked him. Yeah, no. Like Zack Sabre Jr definitely in the Cruiserweight Classic. Like very talented, very like good, but didn't he hadn't really gotten to the position where he's in now where he's really put this character together. Like, and granted, he was also, like, very much working a babyface style, the Cruiserweight Classic, whereas here, he's, like, basically small, angry British Suzuki. Also, I think, you know, he actually cares about New Japan. Well, yeah, true. Also, he now he also just has, like, the best finisher names. Which one? What's his finisher name? Okay, I'm trying to find it now because it's actually so good. Because the best finisher name is Noem Dar's Champagne Super Knee Bar. Uh, that's really good. It's it so, is. It, it's designed for me and me alone. That is why Noem Dar deserves better. But is it as good as Hurrah! Another year. Surely this one will be better than the last. The, inexcru- the inexorable march of progress will lead us all to happiness. All right. It's fucking good. <laughs> it's so good. And I mean, he is part of Suzuki Goon with Tai Chi. He is. It's true. Just being a hero. I also had two very bad photoshops that came into my mind while watching Wrestle Kingdom 14 that I had shared with you. You sure did. <laughs> and, you know, of course, Minoru Suzuki and Billy Gunn, the team of Suzuki Gunn. I'd watch that. And uh, my favorite, the gol- the golden Kona Ibushi. Still so angry about that. So angry. 
But also, yeah, that's what that fucking crazy finisher named looks like. It's, it's a good ass finisher name. CSJ is cool. Yeah. No, he is. Um, he hates Boris Johnson. What more do you want? It's true. Also, Hiromu Takahashi, Will Ospreay was pretty good. Yeah. Also, you know, Konobushi Kazuchika Okada. Pretty fucking amazing. I like you know, how, aside from when I like how even you are now head. calling him Kona Ibushi. God damn it! What did you do to me? <laughs> just what ex- happens, folks? Just accept it. Just what happens? Just accept Fuck Kona Ibushi. <laughs> um. Yeah, Will Ospreay, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's alright, I guess. He's definitely one of the three best wrestlers. I can see that. Yeah. You um, might be pushing your luck, you know, to go any higher than that, but I can see that. You might even call him the second best. You know what? Sure. I'll go. I'll go there. Just needs a little more character work. That he does. Um, you know who has his character work fucking nailed, though? Who's that? Jay White. I was afraid you were going to go there. Jay White. I hate this. I hate this man. And that is why I realized I'm being worked by Jay White. Yeah, no, he's he is good at working me in that I hate him. I feel about Jay White the same way I feel about Baron Corbin. And I'm also sure. coming around a lot on Baron Corbin recently. Not willing to go there with Corbin either. But um but no, Wrestle Kingdom was good. Uh Yeah, I liked it. I'm also all the way into Kenta. Yep, Kenta's great. You should have you gone back and watched any of those promos that I was talking about where he's like stalking the camera operator? Yes, Kenta's great. Kenta's great. Um, Worst wrestler in my ass. Did did he wind up in the top three? He did. I feel like you could have made your argument better. I remember this now. I mediated that debate. Yeah, you did. Look, I, I stand by what my argument was, which was, yes, he is disappointing in terms of his in-ring, in-ring ability. But that shit with the camera operator is amazing. And fuck you. He's not the worst. Seth Rollins, come on. How did Seth? I, I can't believe. That Seth I don't Roll- know. I don't know how Seth Rollins did not make it on that list. I can't believe that there was this there was this deal being made of Coda Reeves makes it if if Kenta doesn't. Yeah, I know. I was totally happy to cut Kona. Yeah, Coda Reeves didn't do anything last year. 
Yeah, I don't watch NXT UK, so who knows what Conan Reeves did there. Maybe he was amazing. Probably not, or else he wouldn't be on NXT UK. Hey, Walter's on NXT UK. He sure is. In fairness, it's because he pretty much straight up said, I I will not move to the U.S. Which, you know, I don't blame him. No, I don't blame him at all for that. That's why he moved to the UK instead. A marginally better place. I mean, he still has his, you know, school operation going in Germany. It's my understanding. Speaking of schools in the... Speaking of moving to the US, there was a show in the US. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, there's been a bunch of shows in the US because, uh... The new thing that New Japan is doing. So traditionally, uh, the New Beginnings shows, Oscar, uh, as I know you totally know here as this not expert, um, a few years ago they started just like, – okay, and by a few years ago I mean like – no, like a few years ago. They, they started doing multiple uh, New Beginning shows uh, in Japan. Like not just doing like you know the regular one but like doing like a few, a few days of shows. Uh, last year, they added a U.S. tour to this. Well, because they have all those great American wrestlers like, um, the Young Bucks and uh, Kenny Omega. Yeah, about that. They don't, they don't got them anymore, turns out. Well, at at least they still have people like Lance Archer. Well, they do, for now. We'll see about that one. But, yeah, no, they're doing uh, five days of the U.S. currently. Uh, They just did two of them um, and got the – or actually, I'm sorry, they did three of them and have uh, two more coming up now. Because, yeah, uh, just to to be clear here, uh, even though we're putting this out on Friday, we're recording this on Tuesday the 28th. So, uh, yeah. Wait, we're not not pretending this show is recorded – is being listened to live. We're not smart enough to do that. <laughs> but yeah, they've done three shows already and they got two more. And I guess we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, and then they got, they're going back to uh, Japan for two shows in Sapporo. And then a week later on February 9th, we have the main show, the new beginning in Osaka. Um, how are these, how are these U.S. shows doing? So, yeah, one thing that I thought was kind of interesting here, just like looking at, uh, the list here on Wikipedia (laughs) is, yo, the attendance numbers for these shows aren't great. Like, and in fairness, they're putting them on in weird places and it's not like the attendance numbers were like super great last year either, but still... Well, I mean, yeah. didn't New Japan have this problem last year when they were running, like, big venues like the Cow Palace? That is true. Like, the Cow Palace, they had trouble selling out, like, you know, famously, like, American Airlines Arena for uh, the uh, the G1 opener show. Boy, they had – they couldn't sell that out. They only sold, like, 4,000 seats to, like, a eight ten 10,000-seat venue. 
And I mean, we were kind of talking about this on Heel Alternative last week, where I think New Japan's probably just always going to be this niche product in America. They might. Like, yeah, especially I guess that is when, Especially when you think about the fact that, like, any American company that really would get the eyes on New Japan, mm-hmm. New Japan kind of doesn't want to work with. Well, I mean, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit because some things have happened at these shows here. But yeah, you're not wrong. It definitely feels like there is a ceiling on New Japan right now, especially because you know they lost their television deal, which kind of made things a little hard to really expand. As much as I hate to say it, probably the smartest thing for for both companies would be as if New Japan and WWE had some kind of talent exchange. Yeah, but also WWE ain't going to want to do that because, you know, they're they're trying to start NXT Japan. Hey, they w- want in on that market. I mean, hey, WWE isn't using Gallows and Anderson and someone else probably would use them better. What are you talking about? Gallows and Anderson are... The best tag team in the world. I'm so mad at what they did to them on fucking Raw. Wasn't it cool, their their use in the Royal Rumble? It was better than their be in the use... Cool match. It was better than their use of losing a handicap match to Drew in, like, under five minutes. He's a big... Tall boy who kicks you. I mean, I'm just saying, WWE wants to use the Bullet Club branding and they want to sell Bullet Club t-shirts. Just bite the bullet and team up with the people that own the comp- that own the brand. Hey, I see what you did there. <laughs> I, yeah, didn't, I didn't even just send for that pun. Sure you didn't. Anyway, look, the the point of all this is that, yeah, it's they probably should be doing some better spots for this tour than, let's say, St. Petersburg, Florida, or Atlanta, Georgia. Like, I'm not going to say that, you know, these are bad, you know, bad towns necessarily for wrestling, but for New Japan, I don't really know. I mean, you know, I mean, I get, I get the logic. Atlanta is a traditional wrestling hotbed. Also, from what I've been told on the shows, Gato fucking loves NWA era wrestling. It's true. He does, indeed. I'm sure if the Sportatorium still existed, he would run the Sportatorium. That is true. I bet he definitely would. Still, though, I don't know. It just it strikes me as like... If you're really going to do, like, a big, you know, U.S. tour, like, these don't really seem like places where you're going to really get big numbers. And, like, I feel like that plays out a little bit in, like, you know, we have two venues that we can actually compare because they worked uh, the War Memorial Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee, both last year and this year. And, I mean, here's the thing, like... I think that you can also look at this in part of like, hey, maybe they got less people this year because they held it on Sunday. It was the same day as the Royal Rumble. Like, if you're going to make people choose, I'm guessing some people are just going to say, yeah, I could go see this New Japan show or I could, you know, watch the Royal Rumble. 
Yeah, very true. Still, though, I don't know. It's surprising to me that, like, last year they got 618 people, and this year they got 560. That seems really low, even for last year. Yeah, like, all these numbers seem really low. Like, they didn't even break 1,000 people at any of their stops on uh, the New Beginning Tour last year. The closest they got was 969. Nice. In Charlotte. And then this year, like, they worked Durham, which, okay, that is admittedly a much smaller metropolitan area than Charlotte. But, like, yeah, they got, like, 637 people. Fuck. It does make you wonder. It's like, are are they really growing? Like, is this U, like is this U.S. expansion actually a good idea? I mean, no. But I think we we know that it's like their chance for them to grow was when they had all these people that went and formed AEW. You know, and it sucks because they have like you know look they have a lot of really great like talent that you know they they have a lot of really great talent that they can sell to the fucking American audience because they can fucking you know speak the language without like a barrier here you know people like Osprey people like Archer people like fucking uh, Del Fantasmo like but yeah I, I don't know like. It just, just seems like they had their chance and they lost it. Is that U.S. Dojo open yet? Yeah, it is. It's in L.A. Is that... There's a bunch of like, like a bunch of the young lions, like Alex Coughlin. Like he's a he's a an L.A. Dojo guy. Huh. Um. Yeah. No, they're they're doing uh, that fucking dojo right. No, uh, Shibata is, like, the main trainer in the L.A. Dojo. Ah, I did not know that. Yeah. Good, good for Shibata. Yeah, that's, that's what he's been doing. And, you know, while not wrestling because of obvious reasons, except for that one time, that was amazing, but also, oh, man. Yeah. Man, I'm sad now. Well, there's one thing that you cannot be sad about, which is that actually a big fucking thing happened in that Durham show last night, Oscar. I actually saw this. It's fucking this insane. Motherfucking Marty Skrull showed up. Yeah, I mean, that's fucking cool. And he followed up on an announcement that had been made prior by saying he's going to fight Jay White at Supercard of Honor. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that'll be a cool match. I like Jay White. I like Marty Skrull. I mean, I'm not sure I like Jay White. I I appreciate what Jay White does, but I don't think I like him. The villain, yes. though, yo, garrot him with your umbrella. Let's go. Yes. I'm I'm honestly amazed that um, I'm amazed that Marty Skrull seems to be repairing. The New Japan relationship. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is that like I, I think he's rightfully seeing an opening here of like, hey, look, this expansion 
Your your expansion hasn't been going the way you wanted it to. We can still make this work, especially with like someone that actually knows what they're doing in the fucking driver's seat here and actually cares about this relationship and this partnership. Yep. Um Yeah, like again, I'm I'm glad I'm glad for both Ring of Honor and New Japan that they seem to be making it work. Yeah. But this does raise one question for me, Oscar. What is that question? Well, they are going to be in Atlanta on Saturday. And as I know you know, there is another wrestling show that tapes out of Atlanta. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see them cross over with... Um... Yeah, that's where I'm going with this. Do you think that, that anyone from NWA is going to show up? Can, I Do you think we'll get some Nick Aldis? I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. Like, we, I have the cards in front of me for both of those shows if those that are coming up if you, like, care to want to hear anything about them. But two people that are going to be there are NWA's own... Robert Gibson and Ricky Morton, the Rock and Roll Express. I could honestly see it happening because, you know, as we were saying, it's like Gato's a huge NWA mark, and Billy Corgan seems to be open with working with anyone that wants to work with him. Okay, well, then let me ask this question another way, then. Who do you want to see show up? Which, and I mean, obviously, give me whatever the fuck Aaron Stevens is doing, but in Japan. Aaron Stevens and question mark have a stare down with Toriano and Colt Cabana. Let's fucking go. Ah, fuck, I dropped my cane. (laughs) I was about Um, to say, you liked my idea so much you are just breaking all your shit. Um, yeah, like, if he, I think, you know, if they can do it, I'd love to see, obviously, champ versus champ is always something I like to see, because that's the kind of dream match shit that you can only get in, um, but again, like, you know. What champ are you talking here? Nick, Nick Aldis versus Naito. All right, then. That'd be cool. Well, one thing I will definitely tell you is it's definitely not happening on these shows because they don't they don't have any stars that big. Come on, no. I, I think there might be a reason why these shows aren't you know selling very well. And I, I don't like I don't get it. Like you want to have this U.S. expansion, but also there's like no good wrestlers. Or no, I'm not going to say no good wrestlers, but like. People in America know who Tetsuya Naito is. The people in America that would go to a fucking New Japan show sure as hell know who Tetsuya Naito is. Yeah, and, like, you're giving us basically, like, the B and C tier people in, like, the best spots on these shows. Like, so I, I have the two cards in front of me. Do you, do you want to hear anything about them? Who's the biggest name on there? Okay, so on the Thursday show uh, in Miami, Florida, I'd say that probably the biggest star, well, let's see, let's, let's the biggest star in, let's see some of these matches, uh, TJP is there, <laughs> I did, uh, Satoshi I Kojima, which, fucking employed by New Japan, 
Yeah, he is. Uh, Rock and Roll Express versus Colt Cabana and Toriano. Sure. Let's see. Uh, I'd and I would say that probably Toriano is like the biggest of the Japanese stars that is on this show because like the other people on here, it's like okay, there's there's Jeff Cobb, there's Lance Archer, uh, there's Finn Juice, and like. Some Bullet Club people. And then the main event is... Uh, oh, okay. Well, all right. In fairness, I, I misspoke. Tanahashi's here. Okay. It's Tanahashi and Rocky Romero versus uh, Tangolo and Tabatanga. Tanahashi's cool. Yeah. Weird that he's with Rocky Romero, but yeah, no. Fucking Tanahashi. That's legit. Um, They're giving you the ace, at least. Yeah, but no, you're 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 right. It's like it's weird how there's not like major talent on this show, or not weird, but like yeah, of course these shows aren't selling out. Yeah, like and the second the 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 other night here in Atlanta, I'm looking and it it's you know basically the same people, just slightly different combination. Yeah. But hey, Finn Juice are fighting the Grills of Destiny for the titles. Or defending against Grills, you know, defending against the Grills of Destiny for the titles, rather. Sure, why not? Jeff Cobb versus Lance Archer. That that actually seems like it would be cool. Yeah. No, there seems like some totally solid matches in there. Yeah, like, hey, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'd fucking watch... Tanahashi team up with the Rock and Roll Express against fucking two idiot young lions and TJP. You could just say three idiot young lions. No, TJP is is too old to be a young lion, even though he likes to creep on little girls, allegedly. <laughs> hey, it's it's Japan. He just loves he just loves Lolicon. Okay, Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> is TJP a libertarian? Yes, as far as I know. He, I, I mean, I don't actually know, but I do know that he has posted some real Fedora MRA shit. I remember MRA fucking, I remember MRA TJP. That's a lot of I'm just throwing it out there. If he's an MRA fedora man, he's probably a libertarian. Will he will he boo a ban on selling heroin to children at the libertarian debate? Probably. <laughs> no, he'll just ask if the, what if the heroin consents. <laughs> <laughs> But happening at the same time as this Florida show, or this Atlanta show, rather, except not at the same time because it will have happened like 12 hours, 11 hours in the future because, you know, time zones are fucking weird as shit. Oscar. John. The first of the new beginning in Sapporo shows. They're doing two of them. I'm looking at the card for these new beginning in Sapporo shows. They- yeah, they're they're doing them back to back two nights, and you know, admittedly, I feel like 
we don't really need to cover a lot of these, you know, a lot of these cards because quite frankly, it's just, again, they're just doing all these different people and different permutations of tag team matches. And I guess like a couple single matches. No, no. Just, I mean, you know, I mean, oh, John, I'm looking, there's one really important singles match here. So I've narrowed this down to four matches that I think we really need to discuss because, yeah, I feel like another, like, the rest of the matches here are just basically, you know, tag matches. They're doing their usual thing of booking the people that are going to have the big matches in Osaka in tag matches where they fight each other in different permutations. Wait, is does Gato just love Raw booking? <laughs> Kind of. Except they don't do Can They Coexist. Okay. They just, you know, coexist by just kind of wrestling in two different completely styles because whatever. (laughs) So I've narrowed this down to four matches that I think we really need to discuss if you are ready. I'm ready. Evil versus Tomohiro Ishii for some reason, I don't know. Yeah, I fuck with it. Yeah, I fuck with that too. Everything's evil. Even this rock dog that's going to get hit with a chair. <laughs> but yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. I don't have anything else to say other than that, I guess. Ishii's cool. I don't know that he's, you know, best wrestler of 2018 cool. But he's cool. <laughs> I... I... I wasn't around for that debate. I don't... I don't have a dog in it. You know I'm right. I mean, yeah. How was Okada not best wrestler of 2018? He had... Look. Wasn't 20... No, sorry, shit. Was it 2018 or 2017 when all the Okada Omega matches happened? Um... I mean, some of them happened in 2018. That's when he started doing the dick balloons thing. Okay, 2017 is the year I was thinking of that Okada should have been best wrestler. I think he was. He was not. It was Kenny Omega. All right. Fine. Then Kenny Omega was. Kenny Omega's fair also. Yeah. The other part of those matches. Wait, I'm I'm now actually looking this up because I can't remember. (laughs) I think you're right. It was Omega. Uh, PW.C year end awards master list. Oh boy, there's already a whole bunch of fucking nominees up for 2020. Oh boy. <laughs> it's going to be a l- almost like I got started early. To be fair, I've been adding a bunch of shit on there too. Hooray! Because this is great content by the way. I'm sure that everybody out there is really <laughs> enjoying this. But also whatever, this podcast is a troll, so fuck you. Someone had to nominate Britt Baker calling Tony Schiavone a shitty barista. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Kenny Omega was best of 2017. Kazuchika Okada did not even make top three. What the fuck? I think because we decided we're only going to put one of them in there because I wanted to recognize other people. Because I really didn't watch New Japan then. Somehow, somehow, Demac was nominated for Male Superstar of the Year. Yeah, I put that in as a joke for Owen. 
Okay. That was a recurring bit from when, you know, Lucha Underground existed. Never forget. You remember when he was at the Cruiserweight Classic? It's not the right one! Oh! Oh, I don't, that's the one I thought it was. No! We're talking about Willie Mac! Oh! That the makes... Mac was his name on Lucha Underground! Okay. I thought you nominated the dude from the Cruiserweight Classic. That's D.A. Mac! That's Dumb Mac! Come on! I wasn't sure if you were speaking, if you were doing, like, proper English. Evelyn and Ishii are fighting. I don't know why. It's gonna be cool, though. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. I think Ishii's gonna win. Yeah, why not? Stone is stronger than chairs. <laughs> Prove me wrong, cowards. Hiroki Goto, defending his newly won at Wrestle Kingdom 14, uh, never open weight championship against our boy Shingo Takagi. Yeah, again, this also seems like it could be good. Yeah, they. I'm pretty sure they did some fucking shit in the at uh, the G1 this year, right? I didn't watch the G1. What? Watch some of the matches. Yeah, I mean, I watched some of the matches. I don't remember a lot of it. You watched those Yano matches I told you to watch? Yeah, those Yano matches. I'm mad that I liked those Yano matches a lot. He's great! He's fucking hilarious! His comedic timing is so good! Yeah. I mean, like I... That, like that Cole Cabana match I showed you, too! I will say this, I did... There are two matches that I have showed my co-workers that they have actually said, yeah, this is fucking great, and those two matches were Cole Cabana versus Toriyanu and uh, Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan. Goddamn right. Another match that was robbed. <laughs> you could have fought harder for it. I could have, but I gave up because I knew it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> I did the calculus and said it is not worth this fight. I already made them mad with Will Ospreay. (laughs) Invisible Man versus Will Ospreay. I got a hidden blade for you right here, asshole. (laughs) It would be cool if they gave Shingo Takagi the belt. Like, Goto doesn't need it. I mean, it's the never open weight title. Does that belt matter? No. They might do it then. No, it's kind of just the belt that they give you. What? It's just the undercard belt that they kind of just pass around and be like, I know, you're cool. You can have this for a while. That's why Kenta had it. Yeah, alright. Kenta. Yeah. Kenta's cool. Kenta is cool. But we're not going to talk about him on these shows because the cool thing that he's doing is, you know, coming up on in Osaka. Yeah. But one person who we're going to talk about, well, I guess two people that we're going to talk about. It's two people that we've been fucking making references to this entire fucking troll episode. <laughs> Our commie son, Zack Sabre Jr., 
versus the flippy New Japan guy himself, Will Ospreay. I mean, this will probably be a good match. Oh, this match is going to be fucking sick. Is this... So, are these Sapporo shows, are they going to be on New Japan World? I think that these Sapporo shows are going to be on New Japan World, yes. <sighs> the US shows, definitely not. The, the Sapporo shows, I think so. Because, yo, I want to see fucking Zack Sabre Jr. defend the British Open Weight Championship against fucking Will Ospreay. You can't not show me that. Give it to me, cowards. Yeah, I mean, that match is probably going to be fucking awesome. That match is going to rule hard. Will Ospreay is going to do some, like, crazy fucking shit. Like, Zack Sabre Jr. is just going to fucking stretch him out and beat the shit out of him. Give it to me, cowards. I want it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's kind of all I have to say as well. But there is one match that's going to be the greatest match. And I think... Yes, it is going to be live, by the way. Okay, cool. And then, yes, actually... This February 2nd show truly is the fucking banger. Because, yeah, the first two matches that we covered here, uh, Evil and Ishii versus, and uh, Goto and, and Shingo, are going to be on uh, night one on uh, Saturday, the f- February 1st. On February 2nd, we not only get that banger of a British, Open he- or British Heavyweight Championship match, we get the clash of the fucking Titans. The two gods going at it. Fucking... Kazuchika Okada versus our boy, the realest motherfucker, Taichi! I'm so into this. Oscar, how John, hard are you going to pray for our man? I will, tr- I will try to get on my knees and pray. You going to go for- full Miho? I mean... I would love to go full Miho. I mean, but I don't think I can. That's fair. I, I mean, honestly, like, I don't think I can either. I think it's it might be impossible to go full Miho. I think the only person that can go full Miho is, in fact, Miho Abe. Yeah. And you know what? She deserves it. Good for Miho. Miho, pray for your man because he's going to fucking die. But I'm so excited for this. I want Taichi to fucking hit him with the Rainmaker while wearing the Iron Glove. And then Okada just kicks out of it because fuck you, Taichi, you're useless. (laughs) But you're also amazing. Love... I I don't know if it's because we've memed him so hard, but I genuinely have become have grown to love Tai Chi. It can be both. Yeah. That's... It could be Tai Chi's a hilarious meme, but also no for real Tai Chi's pretty cool. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. But alas, Oscar. All of this is just preamble for the next week, Sunday, February 9th, the new beginning in Osaka, taking place at the uh, world-famous Osaka Joe Hall. 
Yeah. Um, I th- Asaka Jet Hall, that's, that's not Sumo Hall, right? No. Uh, they do use a, a bunch of, like, judo shit. Um, Dominion pretty much happens there a bunch. Uh, it's, okay, it's also, like, I, a big concert venue. I know which one Osaka Jet Hall is. Yeah. Yeah. It is not the Sumo Hall, though. Yeah, I, I, have, I looked up a picture and I know which one it is now. Also, I'm sorry, I just... This is totally unrelated, just it, this, this bad picture I said you just popped up in my feed and I'm laughing at this. Alright, let me look at this. <laughs> <laughs> That's... I hate it. For those who have not, or, you know, not looking at what we're looking at, which is everybody, uh, he sent me a picture of the me costumes for Cuphead and and Sans, but they put Cuphead's head on Sans's body and vice versa. I hate it. <laughs> Smash is a good game. I hate it, and yet this image would still get five stars in the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, yeah. Let's run through the new beginning card. The new beginning card. We're going to do the whole damn thing, y'all. So get ready for these people that we don't really know. <laughs> like the opening match of the eight-man tag team match. Which is the team of Tenkozi, Hiroyoshi Tenzan, and Satoshi Kojima, Yuji Nagata, and Manabu Naka, Nakanishi. I don't know who that is. Uh, I, according to his Wikipedia page, he was uh, born January 22nd, 1967. He's a okay. Japanese professional wrestler and former amateur wrestler who competed in the 1992 Summer Olympics in Barcelona, Spain. Currently works. He currently works for New Japan Pro Wrestling and JPW, who he has been working for his entire career. He's a former one-time IWGP Heavyweight Champion, one-time Damn. G1 Climax winner, and three-time Damn. IWGP Tag Team Champion. Well, good for him. He plans to retire on the February twenty-second. Oh, because he has a spinal injury. Oh, geez, that's not good. From two thousand eleven. Damn, it's a long time to have that. Yeah. Well, hey, we're learning something new here on the show where I probably should have known this person, but whatever. I never said I was smart. Yeah, I think the whole you want you want smart people pay us ten dollars for that, and then we won't give it to you. (laughs) Yeah. Versus the team of Taguchi Japan. Tomoaki Honma, Togi Makabe, Toa Henare, and Ryusuke Taguchi, the coach. Um, I don't I know like, who's... I like this team of Taguchi Japan. It's got Honma. Kokeshi makes you happy, bro. Yeah. It's got Makabe. Makabe's fun. He, he was part of the match where they just screamed... Fuck that shit, I hate you, motherfucker. Is Toa Hanere a young line? No, he is a, uh... I, I don't 
know, actually. Um, yeah, I don't know. Did, didn't Taguchi Japan lose at Wrestle Kingdom? No, in fact, uh, Taguchi pinned uh, Liger in that match. Eh. I don't fucking know who's going to win. I barely remember these people. The Funky Weapon. I like the Funky Weapon. Sure. I'll go Team Funky Weapon. I want Honmada to go for the Kokeshi and then miss. It's what he does best. Yeah. All right. Next match. Rapongi 3K, the team of Sho and Yo, versus Suzuki-gun, uh, the team of Yoshinobu Kanemaru and El Desperado, in a tag team match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Are these tag titles meaningful at all? No. These are the less meaningful ones, however. Okay. These are the ones that the Young Bucks held for a long time. Oh. And then they moved up to the heavyweight division because they, you know, realized, oh, wait, New Japan doesn't give a shit about the junior heavyweight shit. Yeah. Despite what some people on this on this website will tell you. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. I liked Sho and Yo when I saw them. Yeah, no, Rapunky 3K. I, I've seen them a bunch of times and they're always really fun. And I like Rocky Romero also. Yeah. He's not here, but, you know, I like Rocky Romero. Then, yeah, Kanemaru, El Desperado, they're, they're both fine. They're, they're not the people I ever really think about when I think about Suzuki-Goon, but they're fine. And that's really all you can ask for. Kanemaru's always fun when he's, you know, Taishi's backup. Yeah. Um. Something tells me Rapunky 3K is not losing this. No, probably not. Nor should they, because you know what? Fuck it. Show and yo. They're great. And then more Taguchi Japan. Indeed, because our next match is an eight-man tag team match again. Kota Ibushi and the team of Hiroshi Tanahashi, Dave Finlay, and Juice Robinson, all of Taguchi Japan, versus the Bullet Club, represented by Chase Owens, uh, English-American wrestler Yujiro Takahashi, Tongaloa, and Tamatanga. Don't you just love these all completely foreigner Bullet Club members? <laughs> Not a single Japanese person in Bullet Club at all. <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll, I'll cop to when I made a mistake. I'm honestly, I'm more embarrassed that I didn't realize Kento was Japanese because. <laughs> Because now I'm immediately remembering the WWE gave him a fucking Rising Sun flag shirt. Yep. <laughs> then they pulled it when it was pointed out, hey, that flag means some bad shit. And they still keep using that imagery. 
Yeah, remember fucking Tozawa's Titantron for like two weeks? Sure do. And then they went, oh shit, go back to the old one. Um, I I think Ibushi's probably gonna win because, you know, they seem to be Sundere with Ibushi. And yet, Ibushi keeps losing shit. He lost both of his matches at a fucking, you know. But then he won his match on New Year's Dash. It's true. He did win his New Year's Dash match, which was strange. I I do agree, though, that I think he is probably going to win. I, I don't see them. Look, I don't see them giving the heavyweight tag champs a loss here. Also, spoilers, nor do I see the heavyweight tag team champs losing to Grills Destiny in, in fucking Atlanta. You know, look, Kota Ibushi signed with WWE so that he can take all of Edge's neck bumps for him. Oh, man. I think you know him. (laughs) Problem is, he'd probably do it, too. All right. Now we got a tag team match that I'm pretty excited for reading this. Chaos, represented by the Rainmaker Kazuchika Okada and Will Ospreay, versus Suzuki Goon, represented by Taichi and Zack Saber Jr. This match seems like it's going to be fucking awesome. This match seems like it is all the way our shit. Yes. Oscar, have you seen any of the Taichi Zack Saber Jr. backstage promos? No. They have amazing chemistry. All right. They are so fucking funny together. Just like ragging on people and insulting people. It's so good. It's like Zack Sabre Jr. just being this preening dick and fucking Tai Chi just basically being Japanese Tyler Breeze, like Tyler Breeze classic. Yeah, this seems fucking awesome. Not it's gonna lie. so good. I love it. Um, Something tells me chaos is going to win. I mean, yes. But I don't want him to win. Me neither. But look, Rainmaker's going to Rainmake. Yeah. I mean, hey, fair. Indeed. Anyway, a singles match with your boy Jay White versus uh, Los Ingrenobles de Japón's own Sonata. I feel like they still care about Jay White. And I think Jay White's going to win. I agree. I think that they're, look, I think that they're building up Jay White to be, you know... To be a pretty soon challenger for for Naito. Like, I honestly wouldn't even be surprised if, like, they had Naito take, like, one or both of the belts off of him. Yeah, and I mean, sure, why not? I don't think they're going to do it for the other person that's going up against it, but I could see it being Jay White. 
Gato likes Jay White. I like Jay White. He's all white by me. I don't even know how to acknowledge that statement. (laughs) Because I'm pretty sure it's racist. (laughs) Hiromu Takahashi versus Ryu Lee for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match. The rematch of the century. Will really break Takahashi's neck again? Ooh. I mean, I, I don't want them to make that the story, but I feel like they probably will. Yeah, I, I hope they don't lean into that, but I also see them totally making callbacks to that to the spot where he broke his neck. Yeah. Uh and hey, look, I mean, shit happens, like, as we talked about when we, that match briefly got brought up for a second, like, you know, dot bullshit moment of, of 2018, like, look, that was a totally, that was a totally safely performed move that had been done numerous times before, and it's just a freak thing that happened, like, nobody's yeah. at fault, like, it, it sucks, but... Look, this is a fucking high-impact contact sport. There's only so much that you can do sometimes. Kind of like when, you know, fucking Samoa Joe broke fucking Tyson Kidd's neck. Like, it's a really horrible thing that happened, but, like, that's also a move that Joe had performed completely safely a million times before. And he never had a problem. And he didn't do something, like, different or unsafe. Yeah. No, that's fair. But also, yo, I don't want Takahashi to break his neck again, so please be careful. Get Can we please Bushi. not do have another Coda? I, I already mean, don't like the one Coda you have. I mean, hey, Coda is apparently passing all his medicals totally fine. His neck's great. I just, I still, I still don't believe that. His neck is great, John. Actually, his neck is even better than ever. Like, not having a neck, that's even cooler. (laughs) You're the one with the problem. Look at you with your neck. All I can think of is Peter Griffin when he wished to have no bones. (laughs) (laughs) Takashi's going to win this match. They're not going to take the belt off him after he just got it. Yeah. This match, I hope this match is cool. This match seems like something that should fucking rule. You know what match definitely seems like it's gonna fucking rule, though? Give me that time, Bob. Let's go. But yeah, no, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Let's talk about the one match that, like, this is definitely, like, the match of the night for me. Like, make this the main event. Fuck the title. John Moxley versus... Angry Grandpa himself, Minoru Suzuki, for the IWGP United States Championship. This match is going to fucking rule. Yo, they're going to fucking kill each other. Yeah. 
Like, I am actually worried for Moxley's life. But I mean... <sighs> Sorry. It's late at night. I've been up for a while. Don't judge yep, me. Yep, and I'm not editing out any of that, so, you know, enjoy. Um, You know, I will say this. I'm also kind of worried for Suzuki's life. Oh, yeah, because that's the thing, is that, like... Moxley is going to let Suzuki beat the absolute dog shit out of him and just laugh the entire time. And then he's going to go fucking hell mode himself. Cut his life into pieces. This is his last resort. This match is going to fucking rule. Yeah, no, this this match is going to be great. But here's the question, though, Oscar. Who do you think is going to take it? Um, I think, I think Suzuki's going to take it because honestly, I didn't think Moxley was going to retain it past this point anyway. And if he's about to go into a main event program at AEW, they're going to need him. Yeah, I, I definitely think that that's definitely where I lean towards too. Like they're not going to have him. I don't think they're going to have him hold the belt while he's going to potentially become the fucking AEW world champion and you know hey not to spoil like our eventual talk for revolution in like a month but yeah I think that Moxley's probably gonna take the title off Jericho yeah I mean if Moxley doesn't take it off of Jericho then they've actually run into a big booking problem with Jericho Potentially, and I mean, I guess it all depends on how they don't take the title off Jericho. But we'll get to we'll cross that bridge when we get there. I do agree with you, though. Like, yeah, it's it's time. Uh, all that said, though, yeah, I think I think Suzuki's going to take the title. Give Suzuki the United States Championship. I don't fucking care. Let's go. Kaze ni nare. It's gonna be great. And then, yeah, the main event of uh, of the show is Tetsuya Naito versus Kenta in a uh, match for both the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and Intercontinental Championship. So are these belts unified now, or are they still two separate titles? They are two separate titles. Okay. And I don't know how they're going to do it going forward. I don't know if it, the idea is like... They're going to be defended separately or they're going to, like, just actually be unified or something. They haven't been very clear about that is my understanding. He's going to – Tetsuya Naito is going to get attacked by Jon Stewart at one of, at, at, um, one of the pay-per-views just after he defends his first title. As he do. Man, that was so fucking dumb, that fucking SummerSlam. great thing what a great thing that was that I saw live I mean hey it's you know WWE is really good at courting late night hosts and aping and parodying late night comedians god damn it I mean in fairness as we've said before 
that Monday after the weekend update is pretty accurate for how insufferable weekend update is. Weekend update is better than than weekend after the Monday after the weekend update. They can oh even... no argument. It's it's a hundred percent better. It's a million percent better. It's I just mean, I mean I'm I'm only saying this so that Michael Che doesn't start a Twitter feed with me. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I was reading about that. That's fucking insane. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I mean, I'll say this. Of course Michael Che is starting Twitter feuds with random people that that make comments about not liking Weekend Update. It's like, you are on TV, dude. Why do you care? <laughs> can't wait for Michael Che... I can't wait for Michael Che to pin Montez Ford at WrestleMania. can't believe you've done this <laughs> look every other awful thing i've said on these shows is coming true now well then it sounds like you're about to say what some people on this staff would think is the most awful thing which is that kenta is going to pin naito and win both belts i mean he's not <laughs> No, he's not. <laughs> You're 100% right. Naito is easily handily winning this. But what if Kenta wins both belts? What if Kenta won both belts? I- I'd be into it. Yeah. Bullet Club for life, baby. I respect the fact that his Wikipedia photo is still here in an NXT jacket. <laughs> Look, you know how Wikipedia it is. They gotta, they gotta use some fucking uh, picture that like some random person took. <laughs> Creative Commons or whatever. Yeah, it's a photo of him at a meet and greet next to a giant poster of Finn Balor. As you do. So yeah, that's it for New Beginning, but the one thing I did want to talk about is immediately, the next show immediately following that, and this kind of makes me sad, it's uh, Tiger Autori's retirement event. Yeah. I'm going to miss Tiger. He's a cool ref. I always enjoy Tiger. He's not Red Shoes, right? He's not Red Shoes. Tiger's the older one with the beard. Oh, him. Who wears the all black and goes, no, 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 no. Yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah, Tiger's awesome. I thought he was cool. What's the next actual pay-per-view after this, though? Uh, that is a good question. Like, when's the G1? Oh, the G1 is not going to be for a while. See, the the G1 is traditionally in, uh, like, july like starts in july and goes through like you know august or something uh but this year they're pushing it back two months because of the summer olympics in tokyo yeah that makes sense they did that with the apprentice uk one year when the olympics were in london the next big thing is going to be the new japan cup okay i think probably 
There's a lot of fun. I'm looking at a picture of the New Japan Cup. That's a cool trophy. Yeah, it's a neat trophy, right? Yeah. So yeah, last year the the winner got the uh, the heavyweight championship match at G1 Supercard, so that was uh, Okada winning it to get the challenge fucking Jay White. But yeah, this year who knows because they're not doing a they're not going to be at G1 Supercard. There's not doing a G1 Supercard, so maybe it'll be at a uh, Sakura Genesis or something. But it went so well when they had the G1 Supercard. I mean, it went well for them. True. Although, admittedly, not great records for uh, people that win the the New Japan Cup than going on to get their titles, win their title shots. I mean, it's the same as how, like, wasn't it, wasn't it, like, only last year that someone finally won that had won the G1? Yeah, it's true. That also rarely happens. Not the first time, but, like, the first time in a fucking while. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We did this show. You know, I'm looking at your note on how to end this, and I don't fucking know. (laughs) What did I write in the notes there, Oscar? Outro. IDK, how do we end this thing? (laughs) Well, it turns out that we don't actually know. So, I don't know. Let's do plugs. Oh, I'm going first. Yes! That was the point! (laughs) Again, not editing any of this. That pause (laughs) is just going to stay there. You can find me on Twitter at Osong of the Great, Instagram at Osong of the Great, uh, twitch.tv slash Osong of the Great, Byte at Osaga. If you look That's up Byte, it's Vine 2. <gasps> That's what Vine 2 is? Yeah. All right, I gotta get, I gotta get fucking I Am John on that. <laughs> uh, if you look up Osong of the Great on pretty much any social media site, you'll probably find me. Uh, also, I'm broke as shit. Uh, eng.1966 at yahoo.ca is my real email address and if you send me money on PayPal I will be very appreciative. Pay the man. And I've been your host, John Gavrice Maxwell. You can find me a whole myriad of places on the internet including Instagram at IamJohnGM uh, Twitter at IamJohnGM uh, Let me see if I can download Byte while I'm doing this. Probably not. Twitch at video underscore shames. I don't know. What other things? You know, John, how's your financial situation doing these days? Hey, you know, my financial situation is actually okay. I've, I've done a good job of budgeting, uh, this pay cycle, but look, I could always use some more money. I could always use some spite money because, you know, I don't actually get anything from Patreon.cool as of now. So if you want to give me something, there's a little thing you can do. It's called Venmo. And I am John. Pay the man. Do that. 
Uh, actually, pay Oscar. That's fine. Pay Oscar. Pay pay both of us. Sure, pay both of us, but, but pay Oscar. It's fine. It's fine. You can you can pay both of us, but if you're only going to pay one of us, pay Oscar. What if you pay John and John sends the Venmo money to me? I'll do that. That's this is how this is the future that liberals want. This is our Bernie Sanders future. Let's go. Oscar, I have an important update. Did you get I Am John on Bite? I got I Am John on Bite. Hell yeah. I don't know what to do for my icon, so I'm just making it Jerry Seinfeld in the puffy shirt. (laughs) Yeah, all right. It's just the, the first picture I could find on my phone. From when I did the, the Who Wore It Better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this has been a really dumb show. I'm an idiot. Yeah. We're, I'm also an idiot. I already forgot <laughs> the gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Idiot's Guide to New Japan for the new beginning tour. I guess we'll see you in like a month for the New Japan Cup or something? Since we're now the New Japan editors? Oh god, I just realized, does this mean we're going to have to take over Owen and Trace's thing of reviewing every single match of the Cheat One? Oh god. What have I we gotten ourselves into? Something really stupid. Until John, next time. John, what if we just review the G1... Based only on looking at the results of the matches and imagining how the match went. Okay. What if we... What if we review all the matches as if we're pretending that it's Taichi versus Toriano every single time? Oh, but then the G1 would be really good. It sure would. It sure would. Until next time! The part where you say the thing. It's not just cool, it's not cool. No, the other thing! (laughs) I'm an idiot? No, the third thing! (laughs) Oh, y'all come back now, you hear? None of this is getting edited. podcast was brought to you by the Zonecast Network, executive produced by Owen Douglas. Visit zonecast.com for more shows. 